Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, Red White, quickly. Don't know if we'll do one every day, but for today, here we are. Uh, congratulations to Robert Moore, who will be the last freshman of the week in the SEC for baseball. Unless something miraculous happens. He went five for nine versus Grand Canyon. Do you think there was a discussion with somebody saying, do we even put out a honors for last week? Since there were only two games at the most, right? A couple midweek games. I think at some point they were like, surely they had to have a talk. Like, do we even do this? I don't know. What's the harm? I know. I'm, I'm glad it gave me something to talk about for 20 seconds last night. So I, I appreciated it. Did you see Eric Musselman in the tweet that the Arkansas Razorbacks put out? I have it the was, sound. It's uh, fast and uh, that was fantastic, actually. Yeah, uh, Eric Musselman speaking with his team at the end of the season, and kind of you know, pretty standard until it wasn't. He got pretty emotional. It's about two minutes long, and then we'll bring Pat Bradley and get his thoughts on this and the Tom Brady news this morning. If you haven't heard, his time in New England has come to an end. You know, you guys didn't choose me. You know, I got hired. You guys set a, a first-year culture uh, that all of our staff can't thank you enough. I mean, you guys played so hard, uh, and it was a really, really successful year uh, to win 20 games. You know, I, I literally, you know, I, I, I really thought we could win this tournament. I really did. My heart and soul, we believed in you guys. We felt like we could we could win today and, and we could win the next day. And, and, um, but I want you to know, like, you know, the biggest thing is every season there's ups and downs. There's relationships that are ups and downs. There's teams go up and down and you guys fought through it. And, uh, we as a staff can't thank you guys enough. It's been, it's been an awesome year. And again, you, you guys set the foundation for us, for what, for how we want to play and what we want to be in the future. So um, I know some of the guys are our seniors, uh, Jimmy and, and JC and Adrio, and can't thank you guys enough. You know, I think the biggest thing is you can walk out the door and say that you practiced hard every day, that you gave it your all in games. And yeah, I mean, there was there were some games that we got discombobulated and, and didn't play as a, as a unit or, or we didn't play as hard as we could. but. But those are great life lessons, and, and they're also lessons, you know, for those that come back next year. I'm, you know, that first speech I gave you was, you know, at the end of the regular season, it's going to come down to one basket on seeding. It's going to come to one basket on, on an NCAA tournament bid. You know, Rude and I who study those numbers, like, we, you know, if we would have won tonight, we probably wouldn't be in. I just feel bad for you guys because it's, it's not fair. You know, you guys who sacrifice. Good stuff from Eric Musselman, and I'm sure coaches, there were a lot of speeches just like that all over the country, and you think about teams that were in, and I don't know if I agree with them that South Carolina does it. I know they are a lot more familiar with the numbers and AT rankings, all that, but there were teams like Little Rock and other places that uh, were either close to earning their way in officially or had already earned their way in, and then – to be told, sorry, guys, you don't get a shot this year. It's, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough for a lot of seniors that won't play again. It's a, it's a bad deal. Pat Bradley joining us today from uh, 
the great Northeast to talk about, well, all the news of the day, including Tom Brady. I guess that's the biggest story of the day, Pat. So, sorry, buddy. I was hopeful this would not come to an end until Tom Brady was ready to retire, but here we are. Well, I guess um, you guys all owe Tom Brady a little bit of uh, gratefulness. Do I? Right? I mean, in a time when there's no sports, what the heck else are we going to talk about? Just like uh, Wes said about Robert Moore, thank God they released that. It, I was been watching ESPN, and the only thing they've been able to play other than the replays is um, is the NFL free agency and what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So that gives us something to talk about. He is gone. Well, I don't t- know what's going to – I'm surprised, though, just because of the the – like, where else you guys envision him? Like, is there a better – Spot. I'm sure you guys have thought about it, throwing it around a little bit. Maybe not much, just because I don't think anyone thought it would get to this point, right? Pat, let me, uh, before we get any further here, welcome Pat, you in officially. My my apologies. You know, I'm a little out of whack, man. It's been one of those oh. days, you know what I mean? Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by Bring a Battery. If you need a battery, call Bring a Battery at 501-747-6217, and they'll bring it to you when you need it the most. Here's Bradley for three. His first tray is good. He had six. You pick the time, place, and battery, and then let Bring a Battery do the rest. Okay. So to answer your question, yeah, I mean. actually, Justin. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Actually, this is one of our big days. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it yet. Well, we're going to get to St. Patrick's Day, too. The day that I always remind you, Patrick ain't a... Patrick was a saint. I ain't. You and and have you heard from Melinda Mayo yet? Uh, that her no. husband Mark was, and his ancestors actually were the ones that kidnapped Saint Patrick in County Mayo in Ireland. Haven't heard from her yet. True nope. story. Yeah, that's true. Haven't heard from her yet. Nope. This I echo thing is really killing us, Pat. Um, can we try you by phone. I'm a 99 across the boards, babe. No, you're good. It's not on you end. Not your end. Let's just uh, let's call Pat on the phone and. We'll get him set back up. That's uh, That echo thing is we're going to have to get that worked out. I don't know what the problem is there. It's a repeat issue. Repeat issue. Good, Wes. Good, Good work Wes. there. That was nice. That was uh, nice. Yeah, I can't do that for five minutes <laughs> or 10 or 15. Uh, do you oh, talk- my kids can. <laughs> I want to talk to Pat about uh, – Is get- he a bigger – and I guess this is a question for him – Patriot fan or Brady fan? What happens when – let's say Brady signs with the Chargers and the Chargers play the Patriots. Is he rooting for the Patriots or is he rooting for the Chargers? That I, you know, I had to deal with that with Emmett Smith. Well, I was a bigger Cowboys fan than an Emmett Smith fan. Although Emmett did a lot of great things for the Cowboys when the Cowboys played at the Cardinals, I wanted the Cowboys to crush the Cardinals, and I wanted the Cowboys to shut Emmett down and not allow him to run for anything. So, I think that for a lot of Patriots fans, are they are you a bigger Brady fan or? You a bigger Patriots fan, and what's going to happen if those two get matched up later this season in a regular season season game or playoffs or <laughs> Patriots? Are the Patriots a playoff team? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. I they... guess we got a long ways to go. We we don't know who their quarterback is right now, so it's hard to say if they're a playoff team. Let's uh, yeah, let's see um, who they get at quarterback. Yeah, we'll start there. That would be a step in the right direction. So, yeah, PB, I think there are rosters that certainly make more sense. I, I heard, uh, and maybe you can call him bitter because he's taken his beating from Brady and Belichick over the years. And he did praise Bill Belichick as the greatest coach of all time. But um, 
Rex Ryan was on with ESPN this morning. He basically said, this team is, I mean, in a nutshell, not scary and not anywhere near as relevant without Tom Brady at quarterback. So that's going to be the debate for the next couple of weeks. Is it truly the Patriots' greatness, or does Tom Brady play a huge role in that? Can they continue that success without him? Um, I think his value was above and beyond what he did on the field. I think it was more his approach. I think because when you when you're dealing with, you see it far too often when you have players basically destroy the, the, what was built up. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, come on now, with all the talent they had, they couldn't figure out because of selfishness. So the one thing that you kept hearing over and over and over wasn't about players going to the Patriots talking about how Brady had this cannon for an arm or that he. Um, you know, was 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 could could run the uh, RPO better than anyone in the league. It was like this guy still shows up like he's a rookie every single day. And when you have that, it's irreplaceable. I don't care who or what it was, and that's what the franchise was built on. Guys like Teddy Bruschi, Vrabel, um, back in the late night, early two thousands, and, and Brady fit right into that, and then he carried that to the next generation, to the next generation, to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So the aura of him, um, and now you get into the fourth quarter, and they're probably not afraid. But I'll say this, though. The recent roster moves they made, um, you know, franchise in their offensive, uh, one of their offensive linemen, and tr- securing back their Hall of Famous special teams guys. So, and the McCourty brothers, things like that, um, sort of gave you an idea that, all right, we may be entering into a time without Tom Brady, so we got to make sure we have those type of character guys still with us to transition to whatever, whether it's Jared Stidham or <laughs> whether it's, I don't know, maybe there's something up his sleeve, Mariota, I don't know how I've heard his name. I, don't, I, I just, it's probably a lot of options now on the table for uh, the Patriots. So it's exciting at one, you know, at one point, it's kind of a little exciting in a way, isn't it? I don't know. Try to. I, I just, look, we're, we were talking about, we're old school and that's probably a lot of it. You know, you want to see guys stay in one place for their careers, especially when you get to this close to the end. I think the big debate, Pat, is a multi-year thing. I, I just, I got to think if they, he said, look, I only want to play one more year, one more season. Let's give it one right. more good run. We'll call it a career and that'll be that. We can go out on top. You can do the Kareem thing and then give him a rocking chair and whatever else at the various places he pops into along the way um, because they're happy to see him go anyway. But I got to think that he wants to play more than that, and that's why we couldn't come to terms. Because don't you think it was a one-year deal, Pat, yeah. that the Patriots would have signed off on? Oh, there's no doubt. Well, if you believe the reports, and I don't know if we'll ever get the accuracy of these things because, unfortunately, whether it's you know one reporter who's close to the Patriots will release a and one of the inf- pieces of information that was released was the Patriots had offered him a deal, um, and they were waiting on him to come back with a deal. But it's it was almost disingenuous because I think Brady's agent was very clear, like even last year, what they were looking for. So to your point, yes, it was probably a multi-year deal, or at least the option for a multi-year deal. And I, I don't know if maybe because he felt they were only willing to do one year with all these stipulations that it was sort of back against the wall type situation. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, um, it would have been that. And I think whether it was Brady maybe had intentions of doing it, like, okay, give me, give me one with a year option, whatever it is, two, and, and, and if everything goes the way I want it to this year, then, see, you know, then that won't be my strong song. Um, so, but I do, I think it's just the way Bill Belichick looked at the situation, looked at his value and said, well, you know, this is all we can do. <laughs> it's up to you now, whether it's fair or not fair. Um, you know, that's probably going to be debated for you know, a couple of years and then everyone, I'm guessing we'll move on. Right. Is it? I mean, it's, I don't think anybody will have any hard feelings to Brady or the organization. If you're a Patriot. No, I hope not. And I'm not. I'm just, just from a a purity standpoint, I like to see him finish his career there. It would have been cool to see that. I mean, it's just so rare these days that you see a guy go his whole run with one team. So um, we were talking about the Chargers earlier. I think that one makes a lot of sense. You got a team that won a bunch of games a couple of years ago, had a step backwards last year, but you got a good staff. You got some good pieces around him. I mean, look, bottom line is Brady did not have a Super Bowl winning potentially team around him last year. The defense played great. But he didn't have a lot of weapons to work with, and they had some injury issues too. But, I mean, you know, he can certainly put himself from a roster standpoint, maybe not from a coaching standpoint because nobody's Belichick's equal, but he can put himself in a little better situation potentially going forward. And and I'd imagine, you know, you probably want to get as far away from the Patriots as possible. And it ain't no further than L.A. (laughs) That's true. Right? I mean, you don't want that hanging over your head. Like, it's not like it's – Imagine if you're playing, all right, AFC East, yes, that's going to be a stretch. I highly, unless Miami makes a makes a run for them. But that would be still, I think, not as bad as playing in a cold weather, even if it's the Giants in a different conference. It's just that would be hanging over your head, I'd imagine. I don't know. I mean, he, who knows if he even cares about that. Pat, if Brady and the uh... – Patriots are hooked up next year and playing against each other. Where, where's your allegiance? How do you feel about that game? You know, honestly, what, what it's going to come down to for me, because of the things I said before, Tom Brady, what, what he stood for. And, you know, whether or not he rubbed people the wrong way with his diet or his whatever, alleged, <clears throat> alleged issues, <laughs> um, for us, he represented durability, team first. You know, he represented all those things that you, you, you sometimes get a little scorned with professional uh, um, sports with. So if if that team next year, whenever that is, Wes, if if they meet up in week six, ten, whatever, if that team up to that point in our in our minds, in my mind, still approaches the game and practices like that, like, you know, things that kept in the locker room in all that stuff. I mean, I, I, I'd be rooting for the Patriots. There's no doubt about it. If it's the same image of the team that we've grown to love, you know, and don't forget those. They, the first Super Bowl they went to before that Super Bowl in what was it? Oh, one, Oh two, one of those years before that Super Bowl, Everybody was individually um, announced before the game. So all the Super Bowl rosters, one after another, you know, uh, Kurt Warner, blah, blah, blah. That game, they ran out as a team. And since then, every other Super Bowl 
teams have run out as a team. They haven't been individually announced for four games. So that, those are the types of things, hmm. whether it's small and stupid for you know fan base, but that we have sort of grown to love this team because of little things like that. So if the team represents that still, it'll be easier to root for the Patriots. Not against Tom. Not against Tom. I mean, I'll still be wearing my number 12 jersey, of course. Pat, we've got a special guest on the uh, phone here calling in from the United States, not from Ireland, but Melinda Mayo, who was called out earlier. <laughs> Melinda, it's a, it's an annual tradition. you got to call in on St. Patty's Day with St. Patty on the phone. Absolutely. Hello, St. Patty, and blessings from County Mayo. <laughs> well, it, it, if, if there is ever a, uh, a family who you know could be involved in some of those types <laughs> of shenanigans, it would be our brother, Mark Mayo. And you oh. certainly... I'm hoping you are uh, going to let him uh, be king for a day in the Mayo household. I will. I will. But, you know, how, how many hundreds of years are you going to hold this against us? And if people don't know, Patrick says that the people of County Mayo kidnapped St. Patrick back in the day. Maybe we just wanted to hang out with him for a little bit, you know? That's exactly what I think. Absolutely. Look what happened. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, turned into one of the great holidays. Now, I don't. I, what what is the situation with you guys in Little Rock? Are you guys able to get out and about? Or are you on lockdown? Uh, we're we're hunkering down. I mean, we can still get out, but you know, everybody's just kind of using common sense the best they can. So, uh, you know, I know we're <laughs> going to talk to. Dugan's coming up about what they're doing yeah. for St. Patty's Day. It's all too uncommon, that common sense, Pat. That's the problem. But there are restaurants <laughs> that are full-blown open. There are restaurants that are doing strictly curbside things. Uh, I think, generally speaking, people who don't have to get out and about aren't. Look, I wish we were non-essential personnel. We say it every snow day, Pat. We used to talk about it all the time. I'd, I mean, we could. I mean, we could theoretically do the show from our houses, but somebody's got to be in the studio. So I think, you know, generally speaking, the community's been good. They put in a... Uh, a curfew yesterday that's uh, from midnight to 5, which, you know, as an old man, I'm not out midnight to 5 very often anyway, unless I'm coming into work at 4.30. But, <laughs> um, so, anyway, and that's okay, too. You get a waiver on that deal. But, yeah, I mean, it's I think it's probably pretty general what we're seeing. The thing that got me today, and, Melinda, I'm sure you guys talked about this on your morning show, is uh-huh. the fact that Seaside has basically shut down. I mean, I think a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, beach trip's pretty safe. I've been saying that. I'm like, well, hell, they're not going to shut the beach down. They can't close the ocean. Oh, I can. Uh, Ken Duke yeah. said, though, the the uh, ocean down where they are in Florida, it was jam-packed yesterday. It's going to be nuts down there, he said, with, with St. Patrick's Day. So I think that's also a community-by-community thing. Yeah, so what does that mean, shut down the city of Seaside? I mean, we've been there just like mm. you have. Does mm-hmm. that just mean all bars, restaurants, and the... And, and the, pub- beach, and the public it's beach, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, well, I think you can socially we- distance pretty well on a beach, but obviously you got breezes and carrying virus, and I don't know, maybe just uh, did to you be see doubly the, precautious. Did, did yeah. you guys see the video of Clearwater, Florida, and that beach? It was, like, packed. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was, like, no yeah. social distancing at all. No. But well, I mean, I think you're right. they're drunken spring breakers, Pat. They're not trying to social distance. They're trying to social hookup. Well, that, you know, and that's the thing. It's obviously you guys – I've been informed and educated about about what's going on in, in the the high risk groups. And listen, when you're 22 years old, you think you're 10 feet tall and made out of steel anyway. Right. And so it's it's live. You know, it's, it's, it's young people live in the, tend to live in the moment more. And so, I mean, if if that's where they're going to congregate, they're going to congregate, I guess. And as long as you know the high risk groups 
obviously are aware of it, and those kids are aware what you know stay away for a little while from the high risk people. You know, we all have elderly in our life that we want to take care of and make sure that they're going to be okay. So that's the other part of it too. When I, we were there last week for the SEC tournament, and it was emotional because what you saw was so many people unsure, the unknown, like, oh my God, how how you know we got to make sure we take care of people. So it, it was it was touching to see people on site in Nashville. Say, I, I care more about what's going to happen to my brother, my you know, my my people, my friends, you know, the people who can't maybe uh, take care of themselves. Let's focus on them and basketball later. Uh, so that that to me, you know, everyone sort of came, had that come together moment where okay, what's best for everybody, and let's move forward with that. So in times like these, you know, you kind of feel good about those those emotions that you have. Yeah. Melinda, you open up some yeah. uh, corned beef at the house tonight? We might be doing that. You want to come over, corned beef, and uh, maybe some crowd mm. or something. The cabbage, I guess, mm. is what we usually put with the corned <laughs> beef on this day. Well, hey, what I also miss from this, you know, this annual phone call with Pat is that it was usually, you know, this time of year we'd already had a round of storms or two, and Pat would always say, Melinda, where does the wind come from? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And we would go through explaining high pressure and low pressure and it's all funny. that good stuff. Well, we all know where the wind comes from. It comes from people's back <laughs> doors. And uh, well, I, it's yeah. funny. I saw a, jo- a thing going around the Internet, Pat, and people are, you know, again, we're trying to – nobody's making light of it, but you got to try to have a little fun in these times when we're stuck in the house. But somebody said, uh, I used to cough to try to cover up my fart. Now I'm farting to try to cover up my cough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to have a little levity. Know. We're talking about this humidity thing, you yeah. know, in the weather center that's come out. I heard you guys talking about it, you know. And, and the idea is that when it's humid and you cough or sneeze and there's a droplet that when it's humid, that droplet is bigger and it, it goes down to the surface. Well, the virus is still on the surface. It's just not as airborne. So that's kind of the theory behind that. And, you know, now we're saying, okay, well, what is high enough humidity? You know, that they haven't really defined that either. So we'll see if the weather changes. Mm, that's Hopefully it does. So what you're saying is the weather will actually make the droplet fall quicker to the surface as opposed to cooler air, it would, it would stay airborne? Longer. Right, that's the theory. That with cooler, drier air, it would it would be a smaller droplet, so it would mm. stay airborne longer. So if that's how this is transferring, uh, then it would keep that you know in the air longer. Where if the droplet is bigger when it's humid, it falls to the ground, falls to you know whatever surface. Well, the virus is still going to be on that surface, you know. So you, you wipe it off, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they don't know. They're just looking at other similar viruses and how they act. So, you know, right now that's just a theory. But, you know, hopefully something changes it soon. Yeah. Well, Melinda. Well, we'll know one thing yep. for sure. With the corned beef and cabbage dinner, no shortage of the wind tonight. Right? right? That All is right? for sure, my friend. <laughs> Especially right. if it comes with a glass of Guinness or Smittix. To go with it, I was uh, yeah. yeah, I was in the store this weekend, and the one you know, there's a run on toilet paper, and there's a run on this, and a run on that. The list lady was uh, she had a cart. She was a, I guess she was an employee at the grocery store, or maybe with the the meat company, but she was hawking uh, at cost corned beef because apparently they didn't sell any over the weekend for big uh, St. Oh. Patty's Day parties, you know. So she was trying to get oh, wow. get rid of it. So anyway, well, let's go get some for tonight. That's what what I'm you talking say? about? Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> 
All right, Melinda, enjoy it. Be safe and uh, enjoy your your in-studio social distancing. All right, and happy St. Patrick's Day to St. Patrick. We miss you, but we love watching you here at the Mayo House on SEC, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Miss you guys so much. I said hello. I'll do it. Bye, Melinda. Love you, girl. See you. Uh Hey, PB, before we let you go, what is the situation there? What's the the network telling you guys? Um, Basically, we, you know, had our – all our studio shows, you know, Selection Sunday obviously canceled. That was supposed to be this Thursday, Friday of this week. It's basically with all, especially college sports, um, everybody seems to be done. Now, I don't know if June or July there'd be some sort of a recap or something like that. We just haven't known. Everybody's sort of in a standstill, and for the foreseeable future, you know, they're keeping everybody away. Um, I, I'm assuming some of that has to do with air travel as well, yeah. probably, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, which I'm thankful for that. I don't have to go hop on a plane because I got to tell you, fellas, I was on a, took the last bird out of Nashville at 7 PM. I never saw an airport more packed. Hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable, but. Well, everybody was trying to get out at the same time, probably after they canceled the SEC. Yeah tournament yeah, so imagine. yeah i mean i can't imagine how much blue was in there mm. although well, that's the, you know that was part of it justin the commissioner on tuesday and wednesday was struggling with the fact that if we can't if we do a tournament with no fans okay just players officials media members those those fans are not leaving nashville those fans are going right to that corner bar yep and they and it and they watched it right there, so it became a situation of, okay, we've got multiple issues going on here. It, it's you know it's it's it was really the, the only thing we could do. I mean, mm-hmm. and considering, and we did. I did. I wasn't aware. You know, looking back a week from now, I had I had heard rumblings about you know food, you know, grocery store stuff maybe getting a little low, but I couldn't predict like. Everything is shut down in Massachusetts. You can't you can't go to a bar or a restaurant. You can pick you can do takeout or delivery only. Okay. So that's pretty common, uh, and and it's not enforced yeah. here, but I think a lot of people are adhering to that. But there are some Good. restaurants that are open and and welcoming people in. And I've been in a couple the last couple days. Pat, social distancing is not an issue because there's only four or five people in the place. So, True. You know, True. I mean, but yeah, obviously, you know, erring on the side of caution, picking up and taking home. But yeah, I think it's probably pretty standard now across the country. And the beach thing's the one that kind of threw me because we've been talking too, like golf courses. That should be a safe space, right? Like you're spread out. It should be. You know, other than the yeah. guy like Wes keeps saying, "I'm not going to ride with you in a cart," as healthy as I am. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, you know, that's fine. Wes, really wanna... healthy as a horse, Wes. Come on. Well, it's the, that, and he's always chasing his ball in the woods, and I'm in the fairway, and I'm ready to go. And I'm I don't more want likely to ride with him into the woods and yeah. go get his ball. I'm more likely it. to get Lyme disease than I am coronavirus because <laughs> I'm in the well, like in there with the bugs. With yeah, exactly. So. All right. We're well, likely to come out with a tick than his, than his own golf ball. That's it. Unfortunately. That's it. So, uh, and All then right, I guess uh, Red Sox. What's what's the scoop on the Red Sox out there with the? Yeah. I guess they're they're getting closer to. I mean, they're sort of holding for late May. Is that what I heard for uh, start of the yeah. season? Yeah. I get, uh, and and that's it. I, I'd imagine everybody's just in place when when it isn't all clear and. That's yeah. That's the Celtics. I mean, in you know, what about the NBA? Huh? What if yeah. they? 
you know, someone put together a timeline of what it could look like with the NBA Finals getting over in late July, early August, pushing the NBA draft back. I don't know if they can do that. Yeah. They can't do that, right? They we just saw that. the uh, French Open's been pushed back to, I think it said September, late September into early October. That's the end of it, yeah. The Kentucky Derby, too, Yeah, right? we talked about that. And then how does that impact things like the Arkansas Derby and the other prep races? And the Preakness is looking at moving, and you'd love to see them race in order again, but – you know, will they move a, you know, the Preakness to later and then the Belmont later? I don't know. Could we? Those spring football games, right? Yeah, Obviously. right. And, you know, you look so at, then, like, UCA got a weekend. Arkansas State started earlier than anybody. They got almost all of their stuff in. So, they look like geniuses now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because there were some – right, right, right. There's some teams already completed with their stuff. And yeah, but Arkansas hadn't by, started. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, is it, what about this? Is it – Something's happened where they can't use the workout facilities. Correct on campus. Yes, that, that's by. I think that's by campus though, right? Not every campus is is working that way. I know Arkansas shut theirs down. Hunter Yurichek discussed that. Um, I don't think that's an SEC rule. Well, most of the kids aren't on campus anyway. No. But but uh, Dr. Teague was on yesterday. He said that uh, those who are there have access to facilities. But he did say not the athletic, athletic stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So just the academic side, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, I guess food and all that, and rehab. Yeah, they could still do that. So, oh yeah, rehab. Yeah, mm. yeah it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's and it's fluid, yeah. Pat. That's the thing. I mean, and, and like today, the right. governor came out surprisingly. They just closed the schools. Got spring break next week, but he said they'll be back in school after April thirtieth. So March 30th. or March thirtieth. Excuse That's me. A, March thirtieth. Here is April twenty seventh. Yeah, it's March thirtieth here. So he's saying in a couple of weeks they're going to be back up and at it. So that was a little surprising. We thought. That he said it definitively today. Yeah, maybe so. Well, I mean, they could always amend that, so we'll see. Maybe that was right. just to give parents some hope. Yeah, maybe so. They're stuck in the house with those kids. <laughs> we yeah, uh, you get these kids out of here. Yeah, we got to run, PB. I appreciate the time, buddy. All Hang right, in buddy. there. Be safe. All right, boys. All right, buddy. All right, ciao. We're going to talk to Eric Buckner from 10 Fitness coming up about their plans, and uh, he may have been trying to call the hotline, so hopefully we didn't miss him there. We got some breaking news out of the NFL. We're back there. What do you got, boss? <laughs> The Panthers are signing Teddy Bridgewater. You got to bump your mic up. The Panthers are signing Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Huh. Sounded like a pretty good deal, what I saw online. Three years, $20 million. Wow, that's a really good deal. That is a really good deal. Okay, interesting. So we knew, we found out this morning Cam Newton was moving on, and now that uh, oh, sounds like they found their man. Cam is fired off saying... Uh, I didn't ask for a trade. This is all Carolina. I, mm. You're forcing. You're trying to make me look bad, but no, this is this isn't me. This is his, y'all. His message looked like it was wrote by the Zodiac Killer. It was very strange. I'll have it? to look at that. Well, clearly, uh, the Panthers had talked to Teddy Bridgewater and felt like they could make an agreement there, and the cam became instantly disposable. So, and Bridgewater will be reunited with Joe Brady. Offense coordinator who was with the Saints before going to LSU. Interesting. Yeah, may kind of work out. I know a lot of people are going online to do some shopping right now. Saw where Joseph Jose Banks uh, do some shopping there. They're going online shopping only. Well, Guatney Chevrolet. It's not only online shopping, but you can find the car you want online. GuatneyChevrolet.com. I went there right now. Truck Month 2020 Silverado 1500 Crew Cab. 0% financing for 72 months from the $500 cash allowance. Yesterday, we had James Miller on. He said $14,000 off the 2020 Silverado. If you want a 2019, they have 12 2019s on the lot. 
Yes, the 2019 sell-down continues, but there aren't many left. There are plenty of Silverados in that group of 12. You want a 2019? Is that okay? COVID-19, get a 2019? Something to remember? Mm. Yeah, well, that's a great deal right now on those 2019s at Guadney Chevrolet. Go to the website, see all the inventory right now, pick out what you want, then go on out to Jacksonville. They'll have it ready for you. Roll in, pick it up, sign a couple papers, you're out. Okay? Easy to do. GuadneyChevrolet.com. During this time, it's always good to be health conscious. Well, it's really good to be health conscious all the time, but it's really stepped up here in the last couple of days. Let me tell you about my friends at Men's Health Clinic. It's uh, Arkansas Urology's newest building. The Men's Health Clinic is right across from Sam's next to Larry's Pizza in that shopping center. Well, go to ArkansasUrology.com right now. they got a great deal going on for you. A free visit, a free initial visit, and they're treating all of men's health issues. We're talking about prostate problems, kidney cancer, testicular cancer, bladder cancer. This testing will take a look at 10 different things. It's a one-stop shop for men. Now, honestly, be proactive. Preventative measures can save your life. And let's be honest, the worst thing a man can do about his health is do nothing, say nothing. And we're all guilty of that at some point or another. Well, sharing these concerns can lead to action and better outcomes, honestly. Arkansas Urology Men's Health Clinic is helping by providing a free 10-point health checkup. All you have to do is schedule your appointments. That easy. I got it done last a week a week ago today. A week ago today, I went in, got it done. I was in and out in 20 minutes, 25 minutes. It was paperwork. They took a little blood, and that was it. I was done. Schedule your screening by going to ArkansasUrology.com. All right, it's 1144. We are working to get on a guest that we had scheduled 1130 we got a little bit behind with pat so apologize but trying to check in over at uh, 10 fitness with eric buckner their owner and find out what's uh what their plans are going forward they're doing some things online trying to get creative but they're certainly open as of today and i know they're going through uh boy tirelessly cleaning and disinfecting and trying to keep everything uh in tip-top condition over there even more so than they're already high standards, so we'll look forward to visiting with him at some point in the not-too-distant future. Hopefully, we're going to get him on. i got a few other coronavirus items. And, Wes, you got an update on Northwest Arkansas. They're taking very decisive, clear-cut, uh, or setting out clear-cut guidelines for restaurants and bars in that part of the state. Yeah, Fayetteville issues restaurant and bar regulations. They're going to limit capacity to 50% space seating. Your, your chairs, your bar stools have to be six feet apart. And your parties, your big parties, are limited in size to only 10 people. So pretty, I think it's smart, but I don't think, as you've seen in restaurants right there, it probably sounds like most restaurants are already doing that, right? They're under 50% capacity, hmm, yeah. no doubt. Not, not even uh, intentionally. But parties just... limited to 10. Uh, yeah, I think that's already happening. Maybe the seating, six feet, you may have to spread some tables out a little, little bit further. You know, we've all been in some restaurants where they, they, they cram you in there pretty tight, but mm-hmm. you may have to take some tables out. But, you know, if you're not at full capacity anyway, so you can take those tables out and spread the tables out a little bit further. It would be nice the weather's a little better. I was at a place yesterday where they had some patio seating that was uh, being utilized. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, that'll be an option as well. Sit outside and you can space some people out that way too. Uh, coronavirus pandemic has led authorities around the globe to cancel concerts and sporting events and even shut down daily activities in some places. Mexico City, though, oh, yeah, they're not afraid. They're going forward with Vive Latino, one of the most important music festivals in their country. Some acts have backed out, but tens of thousands of music fans flocked on Saturday to the first day of the festival, which still expected Guns N' Roses and others among its headliners. More than 70,000 tickets had been sold for each of the festival's two days. So we will see 
What happens? They said a strong smell of antibacterial gel permeated the air. That's not the smell. You're smelling something else. It's stupidity, I think, is what you're smelling there. You're really asking for trouble. I'm not scratching my head. I'm not. I'm not touching my face, but I'm certainly shaking it. That is so irresponsible. I can't believe that that's still happening. People uh, also, there's a picture here of people waiting in line at a gun store, and apparently the this is not shocking. Gun and ammo have been flying off the shelves, not just toilet paper. Um, so apparently that's been a hot ticket item. Five times usual numbers at some places, and I wonder locally if that's been the case as well. Checks through the FBI system left 36% in February compared year to year to a total of nearly 3 million nationally, the largest year-over-year percentage increase in any month since July 2016, which, of course, is a presidential election year. I don't think people are doing it, though, over presidential election concerns. I think it's strictly about protecting yourself against, um, I don't know, some societal breakdown. Yes, a total just... shutdown and the system falls, and, yeah, to protect your house and your family. Yeah, which, again, that's... What... Beyond businesses besides uh, that are thriving. That's a good question. I liquor mean, stores. Grocery stores. Liquor stores, grocery stores. Certainly paper products companies have got to be rolling right now. Clean anything that, you know, the, the hand sanitizers. Yes. The, uh, the Purell like, and Lysol. The wipes. Got, the wipes are gone. Really? Yeah. Like, like those Lysol. These, yeah. Like, ooh. We, we loaded up on those. we got some downstairs. Don't take them home with you, but uh, we've got some. <laughs> The uh, I've I got a bunch of Clorox. I wouldn't think of it. I would. People steal pro- uh, <laughs> products from work all the time. I've got a bunch of uh, Clorox wipes at home, but I I'm just I have them on hand all the time. Mm-hmm. So on hand. Um. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Where do you want to invest your money? I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about uh, trying to load up on the stock market and take advantage of things that have everything set rock bottom. So what is going to come back up in a big way? I don't know. Baby products. Baby products. That's exactly right. We should it's invest happening. in Gerber right now. <laughs> it's- it's happening. Diapers. You know what's interesting? This is going to sound sort of macabre. Literally, it's happening right now. I looked in Sorry. the paper, and I guess because people don't want to go to the courthouse. we got to hit our break here. We're up against it. But uh, people don't want to go to the courthouse. But uh, I only saw, like, one divorce filed yesterday. So I'm curious to see, you know, again, long term, we may see uh, a rise in divorces and a rise in babies. Hopefully not in the same families because uh, that's, that's going to create a no, difficult a situation. But anyway. So we'll take uh, take a quick break. We'll come back, wrap up. We got a couple other items related to the COVID uh, pandemic. Also, Don Dugan will join us at noon. Talk about what his plans are for this St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And I want to have a contest for us three. Okay. Predict Tom Brady's next contract: length and money. See who comes the closest. Think about it during the break. It's easy. It's two years. It's twenty-five million a year. What would you say, just to clarify what Teddy Bridgewater got? He got three years, around $20 million a year. So looking around $60 million for three years. I don't think Tom Brady's going to be unreasonable money-wise. I think he just wants to play a couple years. I think he wants somebody to commit to him for a couple seasons. It, it said that earlier today that the Buccaneers and I think the Chargers offered him $30 million per year. Yeah. $30, uh, million, $30 a year. million a I year. Wow. I think it's, and I think he gets three years. Hmm. I don't think he'll play three years, but if he can get three years on his contract, great for him. Uh, old Dominic, we've been talking about uh, alcohol options this time of year. If you're stuck in the house and you're looking for an evening cocktail to settle in and not watch sports with, I guess you can Netflix and chill with a bottle of Hewling Station bourbon just as easy as anything else, Wes. Uh, paying homage to Old Dominic. Great story. Goes back to the 1800s over in Memphis, and this distillery is now expanded out beyond 
Memphis and Western Tennessee into Central Arkansas. So I encourage you to pick up a bottle. And if you want to go through the drive-thru, feel free. There are plenty of places that are offering that. Old Dominic offering also Memphis Toddy, which is another take on their Healing Bourbon, Healing Station Bourbon. Uh, the Memphis Vodka, the Honey Bell Citrus Vodka, also fantastic. A great drink and can make some interesting cocktails with that stuff. And also their gin is now available at restaurants and bars when they're fully up and running or for those who are still open. And then also at your local package stores if you prefer to pick up a bottle and take it home with you. It's Old Dominic. Check it out. And I'm seeing it more and more since I've been out and about. Uh, people are picking up on it. It's quite good. And I encourage you to try it if you haven't. 11.51. Be back in a sec. Only in our minds. Uh, number one real estate guy you want to go to, Dustin Turner. If you're trying to sell your home in a time of COVID, if you're trying to do anything this time of year, you want to get the best people working for you. Dustin Turner can help. Pete and Priscilla's house in Greenbrier was listed with two other agents. They were looking for someone more assertive. They talked to a number of agents. They were excited when they saw Dustin's marketing plan. They hired him, and he immediately put his plan into action. And even though they've been on the market for over a year, he was able to get them an offer in only 11 days. These are the kinds of results we read about over and over again with Dustin Turner with the home team brokered by EXP Realty. Skip the prepping, the showings, the open houses. Go straight to sold. Or Dustin can help you negotiate through multiple offers to get the most money. Call the agent I'd use if I was selling my home. His name is Dustin Turner. Call them at 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969. HomeTeamSoldIt.com. You know, the good thing is, Wes, you can socially distance and still sell houses. The average agent in Central Arkansas only sells six a year. Dustin and his team sell at least that many every month. So who do you want working for you? I'll take Dustin Turner. Online. That's going to be – there you go. Invest on anything online. That's going to be huge next couple of uh, months. Good point. Uh, let me get your – let's get the picks real quick. Tom Brady, his contract, length, year, how many years, how much money is he going to get? I, I wouldn't give him more than two years. Uh, so two years. I'd and, give him two and uh, probably said, 30. I think yeah, that's what he'll get. You're guessing 30, so I, I don't know. I guess. You're saying 60? Total. 60. Two years, sixty million. Say fifty-five. I'll go to like twenty-seven thousand. Okay. I'm about fifty-four, fifty-four thousand. I'm a big spender. I think Brady commands a huge salary just because of the name. What he's going to do for a franchise, I'm going to say, he gets three years, one hundred one million. He doesn't need the money. He needs a team that can win. There's no point in continuing to play unless you're in it to win a Super Bowl. They have more money than they can ever spend. His wife makes more money than he does. What is the point of the money? Spend it on people who can help you win a championship. That's what the Patriots mm-hmm. wouldn't do. Their roster sucked last year. Well, the point is he's been doing that with the Patriots mm-hmm. all this time, and he wants to be paid like a quarterback should before he gets out. It's a pride thing, and that's why I think he's going to get paid with this contract. Well, Just so he can, so it feels good to himself that, look, you know, I got paid like one of the best once in my career. That's not really relevant. If Nobody's going to remember how much money he made. They're going to remember how many games he won and how many titles he won. No, it's him. Him feeling, feeling that way. Not, I think, not us. Well, I'd, I'd be disappointed in Tom Brady if that's really what he's thinking. What I want Tom Brady to be thinking about is my last pass was a pick six. I want to be in an environment where we can win championships because I'm clearly not in one in New England anymore. I think you can go to the Chargers and probably complete both, though. Yeah, maybe get so. Get money in. Get, yeah. I guarantee you if he was throwing to some of the Buccaneer wide receivers, that pass that was intercepted and pick six, I mean, it wouldn't have happened because it wouldn't have been tipped like that. That receiver catches the ball and probably There's also the no yards. telling where the Bucks would be if they didn't have a quarterback that threw 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns. That's a good point. Yeah. 
All right, I got a few other uh, coronavirus items. We've got Don Dugan come up first thing, 1206. Talked to him about what's happening with Dugan's Pub on this very rare of uh, St. Patrick's Days. They are going to be serving food. They are not going to do it within the restaurant. Details for Don, from Don, about uh, Dugan's and their plans today. Also, his other restaurant, what they're doing over around the corner as well. So we'll talk to him about all that coming up. Also, uh, entertainment news. Got a number of things here. Good news for uh, Tom Hanks and his wife. Share that with you. And some other celebrities are being impacted negatively and positively from what's going on with the coronavirus. I'll give you some deets coming up.